This is uh, recording number two of my favorite poem in uh, my poetry book, The Eighth Wonder of the World. It's called My America, the Bountiful. My America is the feeling of freedom. It's the feeling good when you get up in the morning and can decide what you're going to do that day, who you're going to see, and what you're going to say. It's the feeling that you can make a difference. It's the feeling you can produce your product, you can sell your produce, and you can benefit from your hard work unhindered. It's the feeling when you help your children with their homework so they'll be able to see their knowledge for growth, for maturity, for the good of the country. It's the feeling when you send them off to school, knowing they will receive a concerned teacher's attention, sensitivity, and guidance, and knowing as they grow up they will thrive on their freedom to communicate, to express themselves, to direct their own destiny. It's the feeling when they graduate from grade school, junior high, and high school that they are taking the steps towards a better life. And when you give their hand away in matrimony, that happiness shall be theirs. For together, as husband and wife, they can create the same and even more opportunities for their offspring. It's the feeling when you can unchain your dog and watch her run, free for the at least a little while to watch the expression on her face when she re she's released from the shackles and the sadness that reappears when she must be chained. My America is the freedom of choice to buy the bread I want to buy, to acquire the goods I can afford to acquire, to invest my capital I have saved in ventures I want to take for the good of my family and my country. Continued. My country is being able to communicate in writing, speaking, and in whatever form language takes, my opinions, my thoughts, my prayers, my visions, and my dreams to those who want to listen, and to those enemies of America, of the America way, who in themselves have not discovered America. My America is the blooming rose that has the freedom to grow toward a clear sky and warm sun, being able to complete the, its cycle from bloom to plumage to autumn, to a dormant grave only to rise again. My America is the personal commitment to grab opportunities that will better the country and to set an example for those who follow. What you give must be in proportion to what you take, or the erosion shall remove the sky, the sun, and the earth from our grasp. For in our America, and the world resources are limited. The energy, though absolute, is redistributed by our wills. The more astute, the more free we are to create, the better the use of the resources. And left in God's hands, through our America, we create goodwill, good products, good people, and peace of mind. My America, the bountiful. Oh yes, my America, the vision of the poet, the words of the orator, and the minds of the leaders be kind, be patient, be wise, but above all, humble to the reasons and the heritage of our freedom. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil ventures and purposes. For thine is mine America, as the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. So help us, God. Amen. My America is in troubled waters, Kiss, keep it simple, stupid. 
a divorce of American gridlock leadership's decline with a second marriage of American capitalism with American humanism. With a swing vote third party, the American Enterprise Party, whose simple objective is capitalism with its heart, marries humanism as its soul for Americanism. Is Americanism an idea or an ideology? A poem by Jerry Rhodes in The Eighth Wonder of the World. An idea involves one person, an ideology involves billions of faith, you can kill an idea, but you can never kill an ideology. An idea is a fleeting thought of the future, while an ideology is the culture from the past, for the future good of the individual, we in America have democracy as an ideology, keep it simple Simon, it's our culture. That is why we say we are the land of the free, but we have the criminal element that aren't, and others that are freer than others, is this ideology right or wrong? No, it's humanism. That is the worldwide question, that is threatening us all, to be destroyed by a Marxist idea, evolving from the past revolution's call. Or we are here because of creation, or some atomic infusion and conclusion, deciding our fate, and life's godlike state. Ironically, we come from the same place, and will return to the same destination, though we cannot agree to how or why, it is certain we all will die. That idea for some will distort, into a manifesto, Quran or a Bible that builds faith, on being right or wrong, not why we are one and the same. Leaving no one to resurrect or blame, except those that are here for an ideology, not some courted idea of Marxism justifying the dropping of an A-bomb. So, the idealists can swallow their last prayer, to the gods and satans that were never there, so, God bless Americanism, the ideology of laissez-faire. Ever-evolving and changing for better or worse, a marriage of capitalism with humanism, as the last verse. Our America, love her or leave her. Can America, the bountiful, retain its status as the leader in a world of conflict, with peaceful coexistence through strength of military and trade, using a five-year offense plan and ten-year defense plan, for consensus domestic, and foreign policies, with a swing vote third party, erasing gridlock for aggressive free market enterprise policies and procedures. Yes, I believe America is worth saving for our next generations by evolving into a peacekeeper of Americanism. Yes, I believe America is worth saving for our next generations, and extend the 300-year big cycle prediction by Mr. Dalio, in his best-selling book The Changing World Order with China winning and America losing its stature in the changing world order. This seems to be the same prediction that the Davos members in the Great Reset, the World Economic Forum, are thinking with their, woke ESG ratings, predicting doom, and gloom outcomes, regarding climate change and world health concerns, moving us towards a one-world government, but I predict in my novel Americana, a new world order. Mine is more speculative than Mr. Dalio's scientific predictions, based on superb blockchain AI models, and analytic formulas. That he correctly points out, with 18 determinants, that are subject to more financial condition variables, and changes in future leadership. AKA midterm and presidential elections. What I found at the bottom of the proverbial swamp, are the woke alligators, that make up the bureaucracy which transcends a party affiliation. Who are the job breakers, the lawmakers? In the form of 24 million government employees, consisting of regulation makers, regulators, redundant state and local agencies, costing $1.9 trillion in annual payroll, and benefits, who work for uniparty politicians who are sinking the great American enterprise ship. And the captain is nowhere to be found in his bunker in Delaware or Mira Largo, a titanic for sure. Kiss, keep it simple Simon, a divorce of American gridlock leadership's decline, with a second marriage of American capitalism with American humanism, with a swing vote third party, the American Enterprise Party, whose simple objective is capitalism with its heart, marries humanism as its soul for Americanism. America, as documented in Ray Dalio's best-selling book The Changing World Order, 
why nations succeed and fail, using his evolutionary measurement of America leading, with 0.87 that's in big cycle decline, versus China's 0.75 on the big cycle incline, on a total scale of 1.00. He predicts that the crossing of the two big cycles will cause a hot or trade war, likely over Taiwan. This would indicate that America is not being managed for success, but failure, because of poor leadership. With a gridlocked Congress, weak presidents and governors not held accountable to any investor, stakeholder social or financial analytics. The state governors, mayors, county supervisors, village, and school boards must be accountable for positive results. America's success lies in the details, not in town hall meetings, and politician rhetoric, such as debt-to-GDP percentage, budget deficit using gap crime rate in the city's number of guns in circulation, opioid deaths, abortions, suicides, mass shootings and killings, illegal immigrants, imbalance of trade, loss of GNP earnings rate, value of the currency problems, and environmental problems, population growth problems, number of divorces, graduation rates, educational ranking in the world, number of chronic illnesses by county, tax rates by jurisdiction, wealth, and net worth to national debt, etc. Isolate the problems and eliminate political issues based on go along to get along with the humanist slogan of get along to go along. Eliminate nepotism at all levels of government. Build our international status for STEM educational ranking. Our future success is based on the details, not on a speculative derivative bubble evolving into bankruptcy. So, I need to establish with my audacious swing vote third-party solution as a way to reverse America's decline, with American capitalism and American socialism and humanism coming together daily, in every enterprise in America, to win the third world war of global ranking, and trade. Without acknowledging it, America is already great, because of investors capitalizing on our human capital, in a sharing of the wealth formula, where outcome means income, human capitalists have to learn to earn, and have a skill to build based on the tenets of Lass's fair enterprise, with the investor capitalists sharing in the profits, with its 200 million enterprising American workers, shareholders, and the community of stakeholders, to keep America great. As documented in American Enterprise Party Trilogy, Volumes 1-3, through 3, available on www.jerryroadsauthor.com. This is a collection of songs. The first is called the Trilogy of America. First song, Tis of Thee, Samuel Francis Smith, author. My country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. Second song, America by Irving Berlin. God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with a light from above. From the mountains to the prairies to the oceans white with foam. God bless America, my home, sweet home. God bless America, my home, sweet home. And the third song, America the Beautiful. Words by Catherine Lee Bates, melody by Samuel Ward. O oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for purple mountain majesties above the fruit and plain. America, America, God shed his grace on thee and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. And then the last song is called The Anthem. My America, lyrics by Jerry Rhodes. My America, Oh yes, my America, to thee they sing, 
of the visions of the poet, the words of an orator and minds of its leaders. Be kind, be patient, be wise. Above all, humble to the reasons, the heritage of our freedom held high by human visions. For peace and prosperity to our masses, to our classes, let freedom ring in the hearts of the doers, the protectors and responders to combat critics' status quo and the peace mongers held in tow. Let all of mankind be our friend for peace on earth without end. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil ventures and purposes. For thine America is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. This is a poem from uh, The Ninth Wonder of the World. It's called Equality. Man is born free to be equal, not born equal to be free. Not white, not black, not yellow, not tan or red. It is only skin instead. Woman is born to be free equally, not born a man, not born rough, not born tough, not born strong enough or gruff. It is only what is within her skin. So race or woman, take heed. Hear your calling, but remember your breed. We cannot have mares without the steed and nightmares without God's speed and color and creed. Equality is only in the mind of the beholder. And by design, we are all getting older. And when it's time to hear the bell chime, being equal isn't worth a dime. It is the justice or the crime that makes the man and woman and race equally free, sublime. The American dream is bankrupt due to losing the imbalance of the global trade war. This represents an annual loss of GDP, with China, India, Japan, Vietnam, Indonesia, South Korea, Mexico, and 13 other countries whose exports to American exceeds their imports from America, to the tune of $1 trillion per year, costing America an accumulated $31 trillion of current liabilities, plus another $150 trillion in unrecorded long-term liabilities, by cooking the books for the federal and state governments, counting, and budgetary cash basis procedures. According to the www.usedebtclock.org, there are $31 trillion in current liabilities and $158 trillion unrecorded long-term obligations for the federal and state governments due to cooking the books. State and federal government have not recorded, according to generally accepted accounting principles, all the debt and understated the annual deficits. This is done by recording U.S. Treasury's borrowing and printing fiat currency by the Federal Reserve Bank as current cash receipts to be used to pay current expenditures, so it looks like they have a balanced budget. Another gimmick being using prepayment of taxpayer estimated income tax collections as current cash receipts used for current cash expenditures in an attempt to balance the budget. This is fraud in the corporate and taxpayer world, but has been acceptable in our congressional governance by leveraging our future into bankruptcy, while our stock market is hedging against loss of America's number one standing to China, with a predicted changing of the new world order. Quoted from the California Business Practices, How do California's accounting practices stack up nationally? 
December 12, 2012, by Alexandra Biao accounting procedures across the 50 states should be more transparent, according to a study recently published by the States Project, a joint venture of Harvard University's Institute of Politics, the University of Pennsylvania's Fell School of Government, and the American Education Foundation. The report says, among other things, that states do not account to citizens in ways that are transparent, accurate, timely, or accessible. For example, covering deficits by borrowing money, and counting it as revenue for cash purposes, and not showing it as a liability is one type of creative accounting practice favored by California budget makers, said Fred Silva, California Forward's senior fiscal policy advisor. At the close of the 2012-13 budget, the budget-related unrecorded obligations will approach $28 billion. These accounting practices have masked the state's long-term budgetary imbalance, said Silva. By providing timely, reliable, and transparent financial reports that account for borrowed resources as liabilities, legislators, and governors will enter the budget decision-making process with a more informed and accurate understanding of the state's fiscal situation, and the public will be better able to hold them accountable. Cash accounting recognizes revenues or expenses only once they have been received or paid, which is most helpful when calculating short-term borrowing needs. By contrast, accrual accounting records revenue and expenditures at the time they are earned or incurred, revealing a clearer and longer-term view of budget surpluses and deficits. Combining both current and future amortized costs create a more reliable picture of a state's financial situation while more accurately reflecting the future consequences of policy decisions made today. The authors urge states to move toward gap accrual accounting, as California had done, as it makes obscuring deficit spending more difficult by better reflecting future obligations faced by states. Although most states are required to pass a balanced budget and not permitted to run a deficit, the aforementioned procedures have facilitated the development of a number of budget gimmicks used by governors and legislators to close budget gaps. Sidebar, quoted from the author Jerry L. Rhodes, Volume 1, The Swing Vote to Drain the Swamp and Reign in Big Brother and the Brotherhood, podcaster, and author of the American Enterprise Party Trilogy, as a CPA consultant to the state of Illinois, headed up a project to convert the state to the accrual basis of accounting in 1977. However, after the presentation by Mr. Rhodes, the governor decided that he wanted nothing to do with GAP. When he realized the ramifications of reporting the state's finances, he shelved the project. The Swing Vote Party stands for uncooking the books reported on cash basis budgetary and financial planning procedures using GAP, generally accepted accounting principles. Governmental accounting reform has been an important issue of China's Party Central Committee and State Council. From 2013 to now, China has successively promulgated several policy documents in all aspects related to the reform of government accounting. In 2013, a document named China's Party Central Committee, solving some major issues was about comprehensively deepening the reform. It proposed that the country's budget management system and government financial system were not perfect, especially the government's financial reporting. Therefore, China should try its best to build an accrual accounting reporting system, GAAP. In 2014, the newly revised budget law also proposed that China needed to put accrual basis into government financial reporting. At the same year, the Ministry of Finance in China had established a comprehensive accrual government financial reporting system reform plan, and the plan explicitly pointed out that, making the government financial report comprehensive, fully reflects the government's financial position, and operating results, must use the accrual basis of accrual accounting principles, GAAP, the USA big government swamp financial condition, on the basis of GAAP. Generally accepted accounting principles are federal government, and all 50 states are intentionally understating their financial obligations by using cash basis budgeting and reporting. For example, it looks like China also realizes the failure of their accounting system and plan to make the change to GAAP. 
this puts them ahead of us unless we reorganize our financial affairs. USA is borrowing money to meet payroll, of 22 million government employees, with an unfunded pension liability of $7.3 trillion, unfunded government social security plan of $1.2 trillion, unfunded government health insurance plan $1.5 trillion, all unsustainable fixed overhead, difference between tax revenues and budget expenditures, of $6.1 trillion. In government accounting borrowing are treated as cash received, not an unfunded liability. Sidebar, quoted from the author Jerry L. Rhodes Volume 1 The Swing Vote to Drain the Swamp and Rain in Big Brother and the Brotherhood, podcaster, and author of the American Enterprise Party Trilogy as a CPA consultant to the state of Illinois headed up a project to convert the state to the accrual basis of accounting in 1977. That was supported by Illinois Governor Walker, who later died in prison for fraud. However, after the presentation by Mr. Rhodes, the governor decided that he wanted nothing to do with GAP. When he realized the ramifications of reporting the state's finances on an accrual basis would show the state to be insolvent, he shelved the project. And to this day, the state of Illinois does not report its financial disaster on the accrual basis of accounting. As a result, Illinois is third to only California, as of this podcast has reversed its commitment to GAP and New York, as are all 50 states now cooking the books and misleading the voters on the deficit spending financial condition of the entire republic. Confirmed by the data reported by the www.usedebtclock.org, posted by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and the U.S. Budget Office. News release, what is the CCP comprehensive plan to become the world's leader? According to Chairman Xi Jinping, we want to defeat USA by influencing their world dominance in trade through the UN, WHO, WTO, NATO, International Monetary Fund, Olympic Committee and World Economic Development. To accomplish this, he proposes and supports the five-step, five-year plan. 1. Steal USA technology, and improve on it then sell it back to us plus shipping and distribution costs, displaying their products free of charge. 2. Expand territory in South China Sea, Africa, India, Pakistan, South America, under its Belt Road $1 trillion investments. 3. Build global economic influence through trade agreements protecting or taking over their South Sea's neighbors, including Taiwan, Japan, Korea, and Philippines. 4. Influence worldwide institutions with their monetary and gold resources, vying for becoming the world's reserve currency. 5. Influence USA elections and leadership, the big guy and his son Hunter included, with hacking and the internet giant propaganda machine using TikTok, Zoom, Facebook, Instagram, Fast Chat, etc. Following our quotes from the American Enterprise Party Volume 1, the swing vote to drain the swamp and reign in Big Brother and the Brotherhood. To do this CCP plans to conduct political warfare on the USA by supporting identity political candidates, critical race theory, climate change, university trust funds, investment in USA treasuries, and collaboration with USA enemies. In addition hedge funds, state pension funds, 401k investment funds are betting China will win the trade war. Also, CCP, with its wolf warrior attack if attack motto, has its eye on taking Taiwan, Philippines, and Hong Kong back into their fold to take over semiconductor, computer chips, production, capital formation, and banking in the South Seas. This dilutes USA's influence, and puts our diplomacy strength in doubt, according to the Biden State Department. Examples of their implementation of this plan per recent events, the CCP will subvert the USA in its Iranian nuclear deal. News release, China and Iran make a deal, Iran and Russia have a new benefactor, the CCP will buy their oil and malfeasance, to the Paris Accord, and USA sanctions Russia's invasion of the Ukraine and Iran's missile development. CCP, flush with wealth, has expanded their military and infrastructure investment in their economy, 
and according to news reports, assisting 20 other countries in Africa, Central, and South America, by investing in the world's other emerging economies. China now controls the electronics and semiconductor, chips, and solid-state batteries for electric autos, industries with its rare earth mining investments, and its plan to take over Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, TSMC, while the USA is funding over a billion dollars to have TSMC build a plant in Arizona. The winner of this battle must protect the sovereignty of Taiwan and Hong Kong through putting pressure on China's dependence on America's markets and its ability to support the supply lines now in place. Powerful hegemon key electronic semiconductor chip producers, rare earth mining companies, and 5G telecommunication corporations, related to national security, must not be deployed outside the USA, or our de facto enemy CCP Incorporated will further control our economic future. This becomes the basis of the new Cold War. CCP's pledge is to love the motherland, and the people are to study well, exercise well, and be ready to contribute all their strength to the cause of communism for the defeat of the USA. America, to countermaneuver, needs a five-year offense plan to take back the supply lines and a 10-year defense plan for repairing its image as peacemaker in the troubled world of a few democracies and 70% of the world oppressed by commission and monarchies. This plan has been developed and proposed by founder and CEO of the American Enterprise Party as presented in his The Swing Vote American Enterprise Party Trilogy for keeping America great, using Americanism, monetary capital and human capital, with humanism, as the impetus, to solving the gridlocked Congress failure, to successfully manage the financial, and economic affairs of the Republic of the United States of America. Again, I would make reference to Ray Dalio's best book ever written, The Changing World Order, Why Nations Succeed and Fail. That predicts, based on historical data, big cycle empires of Dutch, Great Britain, America, and China, demonstrate that a cause and effect evolution towards there being a new number one in the big cycle world order. With America now number one slipping, and China threatening that dominance, emerging as the world leader in commerce, monetary policy, and becoming the reference currency in international trade and banking. The American Enterprise Manifesto author, Jerry Rhodes, CPA, CEO, founder of the American Enterprise Swing Vote Party, states, that the people of the USA, and its republic, must take back their democracy, of the people, and reclaim their right to have a say, by the people, in the policies, and conduct of the failing USA, and its state governance, to keep America great, by downsizing government and upsizing enterprise, to win the war on imbalance of trade, debt, deficit spending by, draining the swamp Congress, and reigning in the alligators, bureaucrats, that are destroying America from within. Keep America great, how can we do that? When consensus quasi-reorganization plans don't exist in a divided Congress. Anymore there is no consensus on solving any financial and trade problems that face our democracy, and enterprise. Everything is an issue between the liberals and the conservatives. And where are the moderates that Biden poised, then he repented using the Sanders-slash-Biden manifesto. Namely the middle voter who would get rid of a tyrant, for a benevolent leader. 82 million supposedly drank that Kool-Aid. Then he swamped the swamp with executive orders, that buried the hatchet in the Republicans' plans of electing MAGA again. Who Biden called the pseudo, MAGA fascists. I have been wondered how long it would take Hitler's slogan make Germany great again, to push the Trump return into oblivion. Any economist or accountant know that nations are not able to multiply growth and superiority by dividing our parties and subtracting our swamp debt and deficits into a goat economy and untouchable reserve currency. Of course, the opposite is happening. With inflation, negative GDP growth for the next few months and our currency being devalued by the Fed, that parlays our weaking military 
and bankrupt economy into second place in the New World Order. In the book, The Changing New World Order, Why Nations Succeed and Fail, avid reader press and imprint by Simon & Schuster, 2021-there are 18 determinants that rate the 20 of the world's largest economies. With unbelievable historical data, to prove the author's conclusions, will the 2022 midterms right the wrong with the Republicans charging in on the Trump white horse, without a consensus bailout plan for our bankrupt country? The consensus is that America can grow fast enough to finance the Green New Deal, that is dead on arrival, or Biden's cabinet's plan to double our output by 2035 without the independence in energy. Well, Mr. Dalio isn't seeing it that way, just the opposite where the big cycle determinants say no way. In his analysis, no world power has ever come back from the big cycle 300-year history. This usually results in a slide into a revolution of the have-nots, demanding equal wealth consideration, and a balanced accrual accounting budget, so the voters know how bad off America is, considering his 18 determinants, that are predicting China will replace America as the GOAT world power, becoming the reserve currency, then leader in trade exports, curator of technology, STEM education, strong currency, manageable debt, low overhead, growing surpluses, with a social security plan for human rights, including budgetary plans using GAAP generally accepted accounting principles, for financial accounting, and reporting. 18 determinants of evolution of the big cycle supported by many smaller cycles, the big cycles, economic and financial position, debt burden and expected growth, internal order and internal conflict, wealth, opportunities and values gap, external order 8 ket measures of power, trade, economic output, education, innovation and technology, cost competitiveness, military strength, markets and financial center, reserve currency status, additional measures of power, infrastructure and investment character, determination and civility, geology, resource allocation and efficiency, governance and rule of law, acts of nature. The big cycles are currently America's weakness and are in decline from fourth to last. The eight determinants of power are all dickling except markets, innovation, technology and cost-effectiveness. Additional measures of power are rising and flat-lined on governance and rule of law. How can this slide from number one to number two after China be avoided? My book's The Trilogy The American Enterprise Swing Vote Party Stops the Slide Without a Revolution or a Trade War, Technology War or a Hot War Between the Two Top Powers as there are certain to be these conflicts. Solution, using a quasi-reorganization, downsizing Big Brother and the Brotherhood government at all levels of the great American enterprise, starting with a 22 million employee payroll at all levels of government, plus the cost of associated pension and health care plans. Reducing the spending by 10% per year to downsize this fixed overhead cost. Privatize certain institutional agencies that can be managed better as enterprises. Healthcare and, and education would be two targets, set up a five-year plan to take back the trade supply lines, as much as feasible, reduce spending on Green New Deal dreams, and replace with the Human New Deal rehabilitation of our inner cities with better charter education and private capitalization for rebuilding neighborhoods in the image of suburbia. With a 10-year plan to convert budgetary and financial reporting to the accrual basis accounting principles, GAP, and finance expansion with opportunity zones and enterprise zones, to enable the have-nots to get a quality education, small businesses, and lifestyle paralleling the suburbs. See my trilogy volume 2, for the 10-year plan for a quasi-reorganization of America's debt-ridden economy, through downsizing government, and upsizing America enterprise, using a swing vote Congress for resetting the new world order, keeping America number one in the world. With this reorganization plan America reverses its slide. Then using Mr. Dalio's analytics, America regains its financial, and reserve currency power statistics warding off China's wolf warrior plans of being the leader of the world in trade, 
technology, and military strength. Hanging in the balance is the shift of the New World Order to Euro-Asian Eastern Hemisphere partners, as predicted in Orwell's Dystopia 1984, where Oceania's Western Hemisphere partners battle the Eastern Hemisphere enemies for global supremacy. America is not an institution. Institution is a society or organization founded for a religious, educational, social, or similar purpose. A certificate from a professional institution. Thus America is an enterprise, enterprise is a business, or company, or a state-owned enterprise subject to the rule of business law. Institution, is a society or organization founded for a religious, educational, social, or similar purpose. A certificate from a professional institution. It is an American enterprise, where monetary capital, and human capital come together every day in American enterprises to produce profits, funding GDP growth for investing in its workers and leaders as equity from free market enterprise which definition matches America, for the everyday American business and enterprise? Is America similar to a church, fraternity or a school board with stakeholders? Or a corporation, partnership, subchapter S corp, or agency with shareholders, or partners? Being a CPA my definition of America is a giant enterprise consisting of a holding company in Washington DC, and subsidiaries in 50 state capitals, operating in sync with a consolidation of global revenues deemed GDP, less global operating costs, as deemed by GAAP, generally accepted accounting principles. The difference of which is annual profits or loss. On the other hand, the cash flow, or the consolidated great American enterprise, is the accrual basis budget that uses receipts of revenues less current expenditures to track how much cash is left, each accounting period to pay current debt obligations, and accrue and put aside cash, for long-term debt amortization. If the cash flow is negative, which it has been since World War II, the holding company, and each of its subsidiaries must borrow the difference. What has caused the negative cash flow over the last 75 years? Imbalance of trade primarily, unfunded great society programs for Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, Obamacare, entitlements for low-wage earners, immigrants, and unemployed. Taxation that is the major source of revenues, after global trade, has been a political football between the capitalists and the socialists, so to speak. Democrats are trickle-up with higher taxation, for bigger is better government for intervention, and control. While the Republicans are for trickle-down, lower taxation, for smaller government, and more profitable businesses producing the higher taxable income, and more tax revenues. As for the reporting by media, whether it's Fox News or CNN, their economic experts only scan the surface of the financial disaster, of American governmental units. Since inception governmental accounting isn't for businesses or enterprises requiring financial management. Governmental accounting is using budgeting systems and results for its financial management. It's antiquated, inaccurate, and misleading if you want to know the financial condition of the federal government, state government, county government, city government, or a school board. Budgets are typically used as estimates and commitments to spending levels and estimates of matching current tax collections with current expenditures. The USA big government swamp financial condition on the basis of GAAP, generally accepted accounting principles, demonstrates USA is insolvent, with negative net worth, negative net assets, negative cash flow. Currently USA is on budgetary accounting, with the modified institutional cash basis that is cooking the books for the reporting its financial condition. For any other enterprise, USA would be considered insolvent, and a candidate for reorganization under Chapter 10 of the Bankruptcy Code. USA is borrowing money to meet payroll, of 24 million government employees, with an annual payroll of $1.9 trillion including Persians and Cadillac Healthcare, with an unfunded pension liability of $7.3 trillion, unfunded government social security plan of $1.2 trillion.
unfunded government health insurance plan $1.5 trillion and unsustainable fixed overhead, difference between tax revenues and budget expenditures, of $6.1 trillion. Collectively, state and federal current debt is $85 trillion with $175 trillion in unfunded long-term obligations. Suckness Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, Obamacare and unemployed immigrants. It looks like China also realizes the failure of their governmental budget-based accounting system and plan to make the change to GAAP. This puts them ahead of us unless we reorganize our financial affairs and financial plan for solvency. Governmental accounting reform has been an important issue of China's party central committee and state council. From 2013 to now, China has successively promulgated several policy documents in all aspects related to the reform of government accounting. In 2013, a document named China's Party Central Committee Plan, solving some major issues was about comprehensively deepening the reform. It proposed that the country's budget management system and government financial system were not perfect, especially the government's financial reporting. China should try its best to build an accrual accounting reporting system. In 2014 the newly revised budget law also proposed that China needed to put accrual basis into government financial reporting. In the same year, the Ministry of Finance in China, had established a comprehensive accrual government financial reporting system reform plan, and the plan explicitly pointed out that making the government financial report comprehensive to fully reflect the government's financial position. As for the USA Big Government Swamp S financial condition, according to the debt clock www.sdebtclock.org, on the basis of estimated gap, generally accepted accounting principles, USA is insolvent, with $1.3 trillion negative net worth. $2.3 trillion negative net assets, and $3.2 trillion negative cash flow, with $1.9 trillion negative balance of trade including shipping costs. Leaving USA a negative, $4.2 trillion in retained earnings compared to China's positive, positive $8.6 trillion retained earnings. A $12.6 trillion shift of wealth to China, by the USA due to accumulated imbalance of trade, since 1945. Because USA is on budgetary accounting with a modified institutional cash basis that is cooking the books for the reporting its financial condition. For any other enterprise USA would be considered insolvent and a candidate for reorganization under Chapter 10 of the Bankruptcy Code. It looks like China also realizes the failure of their accounting system and plan to make the change to GAAP. This puts them ahead of us unless we reorganize our financial affairs. Repeating, USA is borrowing money to meet payroll of 24 million government employees, with an unfunded pension liability of $7.3 trillion, unfunded government social security plan of $1.2 trillion, unfunded government health insurance plan $1.5 trillion, and unsustainable fixed overhead, difference between tax revenues and budget expenditures of $6.1 trillion per year. Sidebar, the author, as a CPA consultant to the state of Illinois, headed up a project to convert the state to the accrual basis of accounting, in 1977, that was supported by Illinois Governor Walker. After the presentation by Mr. Rhodes, the governor decided that he wanted nothing to do with GAAP, when he realized the ramifications of reporting the state's finances on an accrual basis, would show the state to be insolvent, he shelved the project. And to this day the state of Illinois doesn't report its financial disaster on the accrual basis of accounting, as a result Illinois is third to only California and New York in cooking the books and misleading the voters, on the deficit spending financial condition of the republic. Recently California, that was using GAAP for reporting, decided to discontinue it, due to the disastrous results it was showing, for its true financial condition. News release, what is the CCP comprehensive plan to be the world's leader? 
according to Chairman Xi Jinping we want to defeat USA by influencing their world dominance in the UN, WHO, WTO, NATO, World Monetary Fund, Olympic Committee, and World Economic Development. To accomplish this, he supports the five-step plan. 1. Steal USA technology, and improve on it then sell it back to U.S. 2. Expand territory using its Belt Road $500 billion investment in South China Sea, Africa, and South and Central America. 3. Build global economic influence through trade agreements. 4. Influence worldwide institutions with their monetary resources. 5. Influence USA elections and leadership with hacking and propaganda. To do this CCP plans to conduct political warfare on the USA by supporting identity political candidates, critical race theory, climate change, university trust funds, investment in USA treasuries, and collaboration with USA enemies. Also, CCP, with its wolf warrior, attack if attacked motto has its eye on taking Taiwan, Philippines, and Hong Kong back into their fold to take over semiconductor, computer chips production, capital formation, and banking in the South Seas. This dilutes USA's influence and puts our diplomacy strength in doubt, according to the President Biden's State Department. According to Arthur Laffer, President Reagan's chief economic advisor, China with its strength of will and massive population is in a position to win the global cold trade war. So it's time for America to step up and modernize its financial record keeping for budgeting using gap accounting. I conclude as I started this podcast. America is not an institution. Institution is a society or organization founded for a religious, educational, social, or similar purpose. A certificate from a professional institution. Thus America is an enterprise, enterprise is a business, or company, or a state-owned enterprise subject to the rule of business law. Institution, is a society or organization founded for a religious, educational, social, or similar purpose. A certificate from a professional institution. It is an enterprise, where monetary capital, and human capital come together every day in American enterprises to produce profits, funding GDP growth for investing in its workers and leaders as equity from free market enterprise. To be able to balance the books, to produce GDP profits and capital-based equity for the future amortization of $170 trillion in obligations, the wealthy entrepreneurs, investors, corporations and tax-exempt institutions must finance the Turnaround Reorganization Plan, as put forth by the American Enterprise Party's Manifesto, published in 2022.